Oh my god, his ass now. <laughs> Do I have to be fast in the track? I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. Those absolute clowns. We're at 15bmx.com. Go on, do my best, and whatever happens, then it's good. My bottle got stretched a little bit. And I got a tight little butt. Look, I'm about to light this shit up. Coffee Chatter Live, where are you guys at? Oh, Canada! Coming out of the answer tent right now. Pop Dog Millionaire! Let's make some noise, Tori Nighthog! Whoa! Show 202, World Cup preview. Palm Daddy, I can't believe we're a World Cup season already. Just two, um, two dudes. We're going to preview the first World Cup in Turkey. Talk the track, talk riders. Have a bit of fun, make some picks. What's happening, Pete Daddy? Just a couple retired dudes just talking bikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It's gonna be it's gonna be good fun. We're gonna this is the first time we're both retired from racing and get to talk about the World Cup preview. Dude, I'm I'm excited for it. It's um as the posts you've seen on Instagram, you know, everyone loves those, you know, show posts we do. They're, they're just electric every time. Uh, electric. Electric. Uh it's it's big year, you know. See uh, world or Olympics are next year, so 10 rounds of World Cup racing coming at you starting this weekend in Turkey. I mean, how can you not be excited for a season opener? We got 10 rounds of bare knuckle boxing prior to the Olympics. So it's going to, things are going to get heated up. Whenever we have um, Olympic qualifications on the line for World Cups, things just get ratcheted up and the level just increases that much more. It's crazy, isn't it? It's just like it's fucking wild, dude. We're already in an Olympic qualifying period. Jesus. It's like we were never out of it. Let's be real. We were never out of it, it feels like. It's just like we went from the Olympic year to the next year. It was like, okay, we'll take a couple races that aren't Olympic cycle years, but like like that started up again right away, it felt like at the end of the year there. Yeah. When did it start again? Um, I'm gonna say for Bogota World Cups. I mean, it was a little bit before that, but we'll consider it yeah, to yeah. then considered then basically the first like bigger biggest race with it was bogota yeah. yeah yeah so exciting exciting stuff yeah uh pro get europe winning starts the great gate presenting sponsor of our show now into the 200s <laughs> wow is that um diego arboleda got his first ever world cup win in turkey i believe two years ago 2021 um great start on a pro get europe just a guy that has an unbelievably good fast just sound start just very you know just moves and guess what he doesn't practice on a janky gate he doesn't do that i bet you he doesn't i know he doesn't i'm not saying that. i know he doesn't practice on a pro no, gate europe just like you should doing it on a pro gate europe the only way to do it i mean i don't understand people that have if you've listened to more than like we have 200 plus shows okay 200 plus shows if you've listened to at least half of those shows you've heard us talk about pro gate europe and you haven't at least gone to your track and be like why don't we have a pro get Europe if we don't already? You're you're going insane at this point. Like you're just beating yourself into the ground on a shitty gate. There's no wonder you're not, you know, getting better. 202 shows, so we're talking probably 197 of them we've talked about pro get Europe. At least, right? Yeah. Which is just yeah. absolutely they, incredible. They started supporting us like pretty early on. Like I want to say around show 5 give or take. They gave us a few shows to make sure we could actually talk a little bit. You know, they could, we could figure something out, put words out onto a screen or at least onto a platform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they've been on board. So that was back in 
crazy is back in 2019. Wild, hey? We started in January of 2019. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. They've been on board that long and you haven't, you don't have a probate at your track. So like get one today. Hurry up. We got some good feedback from the James Palmer retirement show last week. Thanks for everyone for listening. Actually, the last two shows were awesome. So we had show 200. We had Beth, Merrill, and Laura on. Talk women's BMX. Hear the perspective on things. And we had your show. We had a good lineup. Then we got the World Cup preview. Shit's happening at Coffee Chatter headquarters. Hey, we are just worldwide right now, baby. It's incredible. We got stickers. I just had some stickers oh, made for right. it. So we're going to be, yeah, we'll, be, we'll both be handing out stickers at the track at, at different times. We got a bunch of people around the, we'll just say around the world, around the world that have been asking to us to bring some whenever we come to their track next. So that's cool. And I'm trying to source the merch and a printing plate. It's a whole thing. I'm trying to source a few different options right now. So stay tuned, but there could be some good chatter merch. We're going to have to figure out if we want to do like a drop ship deal or if we actually want to have it made and then do it. We're going <laughs> to we got to, we got to figure it out, but I'm telling you the stuff that I have, this has been like a four year conversation with us. <laughs> We're talking, we've been talking about it for, I don't know, three, four years. We started to- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, we just do the same thing every time we get to this stage of trying to get merch. We're like, so like, do we just go back to that with that source where we just you know they they print and ship for us? Do we do it ourselves? Here's what we're gonna do this time. This is what we're gonna do. I found a good a good um, source to actually get the clothes, and I'm testing the product, and it's they're fucking awesome. Like I've been I've literally been wearing just the blank shirts and hoodies. And there's no joke. They're super nice. I'm to the point where I might, like I said, I might buy some blank ones and just wear them because they're that nice. So I'm sourcing a local like print screening place. I've been shopping around. I actually took my, the product to a place last week, but they were too expensive. So I just walked out the door with my product. Okay. Um, or with our product. So I'm going to source it a few other local spots. And then once we, once we have that dialed, We'll take pre-orders, I think, or we'll just get a limited, we'll just probably get a limited amount and then sell it and see how it goes and go from there. Okay. I like the sounds of that. Yeah. Yeah. For two guys that really just don't know, we're not in the world of knowing what we're doing with this stuff. We're making, you're making something happen. I'm not going to say we, it's a you thing right now. You're making something happen. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, we'll just get, we'll do a limited run and see how it, see how it moves. Um, and see see what people think. I think we'll probably do shirts, hoodies, and maybe something else. We'll have to you know have a business meeting, but we'll do that and then go from there. And then obviously we'll we'll just have to ship it. Hell yeah, sounds awesome. That's the best. Because if here's the thing, if you do a drop ship place where the place takes care of everything, you have no clue what the quality is or what the product is. At least this way, we know it's good quality product. Yes, that's a good point. This some of the stuff, some of the red bubble stuff. Not no no free ads here. Some of that stuff we got from that other site back then. Some of it was okay. Some of them I still have. Some of it was some of it crap. Was, some of it was good. Honestly, the coffee mug, like the travel mugs and stuff were good. Yeah. I had a hoodie that was comfy, but you know, it's just a basic hoodie. Yeah. Like everyone if you knew there was, it wasn't like the, it wasn't your comfy go-to. It was like the classic, I want a hoodie with a logo. I'm going to get this one. I'll tell you what, these are the hoodies that I actually look forward to putting on that, you know, like fit, let's say athletic fit. That's nice. Yes. It's, it's nice. not like a shitty, shitty baggy one. Yeah. We've kind of come around in the world of like, you know, 
at one point mm-hmm. there's only the top brands had those comfy hoodies that actually fit well starting to be that thing where more people are able to get their hands on that that side of the product yeah good. so we're looking at we'll be looking to drop that in the near future um I'm going to be in Colorado this weekend, coaching a clinic, Eagle County BMX. So if you still want to register, you can register directly through the track. Saturday, Sunday, we got novice um, and intermediate in the morning, experts in the afternoon, working on skills, gate form, running technique, that kind of thing. So we'll see you this week in Colorado. Is that this like June 2nd, 3rd or 3rd, 4th? Or? June 2nd, 3rd, Eagle County BMX. I'll be there. Never been to Colorado before, actually. That's going to be so nice. I've never been either. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Like I've always yeah. wanted to go. So many people talk about going there on their vacation destinations, like for mountains and whatnot, and they say it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, looking forward to that. You know, I'm a fan of that airport with that Shake Shack in there. Happily, we'll go through there now. Oh, you are, yeah, Shake yeah. Shack guy. That's my place. So. Um, in other news, I watched the new Top Gun movie yesterday. Just a cinematic masterpiece. That movie, Top, Top- Gun Maverick. Oh my God, is it ever, dude? Dude, at times I was tearing up. At times I wanted to run through a brick wall. It had it all. It's just incredible how many, like, it just takes you on an emotional roller coaster, eh? It really is fucking sick. Where that did you, is, where and how did you watch it? I just watched it at home in the living room. Okay, yeah. did you turn the volume up kind of kind of high? Yeah, just, I mean, totally, that would be, a, that's a theater movie. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, that's one movie that I think you want, like, the sound effects of, like, the, the jet engines. You want to feel it inside you a little bit. That would be a dope 3D movie. Yeah. That's why those movies, man, like the first one, first Top Gun is still like a classic that, you know, a lot of people will go back and watch to go to classic movie. I've never watched the first one. Really? No, I haven't seen the first one. That's why. Okay. Well, you should watch that. But I was going to say the second one is, is now like, it's a sequel 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 that Mm. like is actually just as good and or better. And that's hard to do. So, from what I gathered, like Tom Cruise and then the woman, they're both in the first one too. So actually the woman is not the woman in the first one or like the woman is not his woman in the first one. I think they had to get a different actress. Okay. So it's the same woman in the show, but a different actress. Yes. Got it. But it's just like, it's supposed to be like the same character. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah. Okay. It's cool how they tied it together. I mean, I could, I haven't seen the first one, but I could kind of piece together the story. Yeah. Okay. Which... Yeah, they make it so I don't even feel like you have to really watch the old storyline that much. They just have little bits that if you did, you're like, damn, they're like that's that part, or you can connect it here and there. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say they made it for people like me who didn't watch the first one, but you still get the you still get the movie. True, yeah, true. I still but just like obviously it's like glorified like what they did, but I mean that stuff honestly happens. Like there's those fighter pilots and they do that shit, and it is fucking unbelievable what they do. Speak of the time, isn't it? Isn't it Memorial Day today in the U.S.? Yes, it is. It is Memorial Day here. Yeah. So uh, happy Memorial Day to all you uh, American friends down there. Um, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks to all the brave men and women who sacrificed for the U.S., but honestly, also for Canada. I mean, the U.S. protects Canada and many other countries. So thankful for all the people that gave their lives. And whenever I watch one of those movies, I just like you. They go into missions like knowing there's a high possibility they're going to die. Like. I can't even imagine that. No, 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 no. We are not, our brains are not wired the way that those people are. No. And it's like, it's like, we, we think we have problems in life and then you just look at like what they do. And it's like, really? Like we're just complaining about the dumbest shit. Yeah, it's so true though. People make, make a stink about something at the grocery store. Cause they're not getting to what they want. And I mean, like there's people fighting to give us the lives we want. It's like, okay. Perspective. Yeah. <laughs> There's people actually saying bye to their families thinking, yeah, there's a good chance I might not see them again. Like, 
Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, like, I'm so thankful there's people that are brave and just heroic like that. It's, it's, inc- they're like, that has to be some of the most special people, I think, in, in the world. Straight up, like, eh? Straight up. Imagine, like, giving yourself your country like that. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's they, yeah. incredible. There's a lot of people willing to do that, which is nuts. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I still, when I watched that movie, the fact I watched it, while I was taken off on a plane and like the first scene, you know, the, we're not going to spoil anything. It's too old. That first scene with that, with these, he's going up in that, I don't know, super jet thing. He's trying to like break this. I don't it's know. Sick. That was just unreal. He's just fucking flooring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It goes Mach 10. That's so fucking badass. Yeah. Great movie. Though. Imagine the, like the training they would have to do would be insane. Gotta be weird. Hey, have you ever trained your neck? Meaning like like a they probably train their neck F one drivers. I was talking to a friend today. We were like talking yeah. boxing. Uh, boxers like would have to train their neck. Interesting. I never did, but it'd be a good idea. Or even like when I was doing my concussion rehab and I did like eye exercises, that kind of stuff, tracking objects for rehab. That stuff would have been good to do just in general, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I probably would. I mean, strengthening your neck, you got more stability. Is that a thing? Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for us, like, it'd be a beneficial thing. I think it's just, we just never have, yeah. yeah okay. But in F1, you think about all the Gs they have in the corners. Oh, my just, God. Yeah. We wouldn't even need to be you able know, to hold our neck up, I don't think, in one of their speaking turns. Of, yeah, speaking of F1, Monaco, like, of course, Monaco's iconic and stuff, but the race is so boring to watch, just impossible to pass. It's just single file. It feels like the entire race. You're just waiting for carnage to be, like, excitement, but that's the only excitement you get is, like, somebody crashing. It's like, you don't really... That's exciting, but it's not what you're looking for. No, I mean, obviously, like, Monaco's glitz and glam and billions of dollars and all that, and it's, like, the most popular one, and everyone loves it, but it's, like, as a pure racing standpoint, I think if you're an actual fan of racing, it's not a good one to watch. Dude, the cars are so big now for that, like, size of racetrack. It's inc- incredible. Like, you look at old videos and stuff, and I mean, it was probably tight back then, but their cars were almost half the size. It's like they had way yeah. more, like, room to maneuver their, their cars around, pass people, I don't know how much wider that they've made the track over the years, but it doesn't look like a whole lot, especially now with the size of the cars. They can bear like they never really even go too wide. What's that one turn? I don't know if what if it's turn nine or something. Whatever they like, complete loop around one eighty back, and it's like they're going like I don't know. It looks like they're going ten miles an hour. Like you could walk as fast as they are. Like I know they're not going that slow, but it just looks like that just because it's such a tight turn. And it just puts a premium on um, qualifying. Like if you qualify well and you're front of the grid if you just like unless you fuck up and hit a wall or something you're probably not going to get past no no it's like yeah everyone max like yeah gets the gets the hot lap on the uh, quality day and then boom he just kind of drives it home basically yeah um yeah so that's not the best one to watch but anyway uh nashville this weekend let's quickly touch on nashville before we get to the world cup um preview the turns we'll start there the turns were a problem big problem (laughs) for many people Heard from many people, they were an issue, saw tons of people sliding out. Um, and we just can't have that, especially with asphalt corners. I don't know what's happening to our asphalt these days. I don't know what we're doing. We're not liking just natural asphalt. We're just having to put these sealants on to make them last longer. And they're just, they're, they're, you can't do that. They're so slippery. So I don't know enough about the actual materials, but I know when you just have like normal asphalt, it's really good, like really grippy. The old Rock Hill ones were good. I don't know, Chula Vistas are good. Pretty much anyone you could think of are good. So they put a sealant on. What exactly does the sealant do? Do you have an idea? I have an idea, and I, there's somebody out there that's going to tell me I'm saying it wrong, and I might be, but I don't care. Um, so you know in Rock Hill, you know, 
you know how it would, it would start to like get kind of grayed away and you get the pebbles running down and all that stuff. I think that's just mm-hmm. from the wear and tear from the weather, the heat, and then the cold winters that they have. Like they still have cold weather. I think that just breaks down the asphalt and by putting a ceiling over top, you eliminate that. But I will say, I think in some hot places, it's hard to get your asphalt to settle maybe properly, maybe, because I mean, you look at it, you don't need to put sealant on your turn to make it last a long time. We've had those asphalt turns at Ridge Meadows for how many years? Probably 15 plus years. Okay. And they're still some okay. of the best turns ever. And they were just done really well the first time. I think maybe because we have colder weather, it's easier to mold them properly, let them settle properly. Maybe kind of like throw a bone out here, but yeah. I don't know if it's, this is part of it too, but I know like I'm talking to some tracks that have done um, asphalt corners. It's like, Typically, they get a, a company to come do it, and the company doesn't know BMX. Like they're just an asphalt company that just gets the job. Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with it. They just kind of do it without realizing like how it's going to be used. I don't know. Kind of makes sense because yeah, a lot of times you're pulling in just an asphalt company that comes and does it probably on their own. There's no other person watching, and and they probably do it for parking lots or other places where. If you just put a yeah. sealant down, it probably stays darker. The water probably runs off better and they probably have less issues in the future. But for us, like, I mean, I think if you put, make the drainage right, then, and you do this, the turns well enough in good condition weather, like if it's not too hot and they seal properly and they, they pack seal all that, like you shouldn't have issues. I don't think at least maybe you have a few, but you're out, you're going to be able to ride in all conditions where, whereas nowadays we're putting these sealants, there's a coating on top, this paint, and then it's just even in the dry conditions, it's, it's slippery. And I think na- like Nashville, we know is pretty humid. So do you think, mm-hmm. do you think that little bit of humidity in the air even adds like a little bit of, I don't know, a little loss of traction on those kind of turns? I don't think so. No, it's no. not like it's dampening the, the ground you know, like it maybe in the morning, but like, really, I don't think so. Fair. But yeah, it's just when we're putting that stuff on top of it, that's just creating problems. Yeah. And like, honestly, if you're going to spend the money on turns and asphalting, which is a lot of money, we just, we can't have tracks doing that. I don't know enough about it. Like I said, the details, but like I said, if you're a track and you're going to do it, you got to make sure it's grippy or else it's kind of like, what's the point? True. Yeah, true. And yeah, I want to, I was going to say like something like maybe Nashville just gets like maybe Nashville, maybe even Rock Hill, they just get too much weather that they're like, oh, we need something. But I'm thinking about it. We think about our weather at home here. We get a lot of weather. We do get hot summers, like we can get 30 plus summers, which is what, 90 plus some summers. So we get the snow in the winter, tons of rain, and they hold up fine. So just take yeah, some like planning, I, I guess. And these two um, examples we're talking about, Tennessee and South Carolina, like they obviously get humid, hot and humid weather and rain. But I think their winters are still pretty mild. Like it gets cold, but nothing like, you know, nothing crazy cold or anything. We're not so, getting too deep into the negatives. No, I think the climate's pretty good, obviously, besides the rain. So, yeah. Fair. Um, I just got to clarify. I've been doing this funny thing. So, Sean McCloskey in, in the chat was like, what are you drinking? I've been drinking. So, I started doing this. Christ. I started doing this thing where I got my parents to empty out one of their roll. Once they were finished from their alcohol bottles, I just drink water out of this on my patio and just see if I get weird looks from people. I just think it's hilarious. Uh-huh. You should have told anyone on the podcast you're just chugging out of a 60. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> so you know how we in Canada, we say like Mickey or 2.6 or 40 or something for bottles of alcohol? Mm-hmm. I think in the U.S. they call it like a handle. What, which which is a handle? Can someone, can, can someone confirm in the chat? I'm pretty sure here in the U.S. they call it a handle or like something like that. Okay. 
Interesting. Because we say we say a two six for twenty six ounces or a forty for forty ounces. That's what, or a Mickey's okay. like twelve or something. Yeah, yeah. I like remember in high school. In high school, you're like, oh, we got a Mickey for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, dude, as a kid, I didn't even know what those meant. I just was like going along with whatever my buddies would say. <laughs> Someone's like, your buddy brought a two six. Like, oh, we got a two six at Captain Morgan's. Yeah, we're set. We're set. <laughs> um, oh, classic. Uh, but Sean McCloskey says, yes, sir. Yeah, it's Connor. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Thanks, Sean. I, think I, I learned that from Connor and Sean before, I think. Nice. Sean Gain, by the way. Um, so, yeah, Joris put on a clinic this weekend. He said, listen up, children. Daddy's home. Daddy's going to take care of business. And he, he went in and fucking handled it. It's just, that just seems like a track for Joris, man. Like his pole down that hill. It's just, that's, that's what he does. That's where his strengths shine. The guy's been, he's been moving. He's been quick this year. He's won a couple, some rounds. So it's not like he hasn't been fast already, but he just put a state, like he just put his foot down in this one. He was doing the sickest like pull pedal manual on the little step down drop off thing too. It's so clean. It's interesting seeing the different ways people get over that. Like over the old videos too, like the Sam going over at Maris, now Joris, different people like it's uh it's not a usual drop down. It's not usually have that kind of drop down on the first straight, but uh, the guys that have won it have all done it different ways too, which is kind of interesting. It's not technical in the sense that like some people can't do it. Everyone can do it, but to do it well, it's actually somewhat technical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, you can make or break it. Like if you come over and just completely jackknife yourself with like your pedal down the wrong way, you're kind of screwed for the rest of the straight because you lost a lot of speed. But get it the right way, you're good. And the top three guys, like Joris, Cam, and Isaac, they're all pull pedaling the table too. That's a scary pull. You're going so fast, and that thing's a fucking wall. That's the huge thing about like Nashville. I think it was always like, is anybody going to pull the table? I think it was shorter this year than it was back in like the Maris Sam days of like 2013, 2014. Really? I don't know if that's true or not. I could be talking on my ass. Maybe kind of someone could tell me, but it doesn't look as tall. Like I always remember the inside was always a little bit bigger, right? To pull Lane, it was a little easier. But for some reason, the whole thing just looked like, I don't know, a few inches lower, maybe a foot lower. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, actually. But pretty wild when to pull at full speed. Like, you're going, yeah, as fast as you bloody can at that point, and then you just yank for it. Cam and Isaac rode well, too. I mean, really, kind of both mains were a carbon copy of each other. Nothing, like, super exciting, I would say. Like, Joris, Cam, and Isaac just rode well. They're the three top dudes in the class. I mean, yeah. I almost thought, to be honest, I almost thought I was watching the same race the second day. Right? It was like exactly the same almost. Yeah. I flicked it on. I was like, I, wait a second. Did I, I had to go back and make sure it was the right date and all that. Um, but yeah. Joris looking in the inside, the pull up, but like both days. Um, Cam was clearly fast as well. Same with Isaac. I think Isaac, I saw he had a crash first round, first round day Saturday, one. Uh, Friday. Yeah. He yeah. slid on the, it was first or second round. It was maybe first, first round. round. Yeah. Yeah, he was leading. Cam was in second, and then he just slid out in the second corner. Like, we were just talking about the corners. Like, he didn't overcarve or anything. He just he was going around, and just bike just lost. He lost the bike from underneath him. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, that second turn yeah. didn't look, doesn't look very steep. It never, I don't think it ever was. So, tough one. Um, so, that probably sucked. It's not a good way to start your weekend, especially there. So, good to, good to see Cam and Isaac stay on the bike, both get on the <laughs> box, make, <laughs> make, make some money. No one's upset. We're good boys. We're moving on. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. We're good. <laughs> take your podium money, take your bonuses, take your points, and let's all go to Turkey. Let's just go. Every, I think they knew. They're just like, okay, we got Turkey next weekend, guys. We just need to get through this one. Just get what you get, take your podiums, ride it in. We're good to go. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, good. I'm, yeah, good for them. They both had good weekends. Obviously, I'm sure they both wanted to win, but Joris was on it. So, yeah. Um, Elise, on the other hand, was just 
that's like a, we talk about Joris having a speedway, like that's an elite speedway as well. Yeah. Good luck beating Elise in Nashville. Any, any girl in the world. What are you, what are you going to do there to her? Her power to rate weight ratio there is just untouchable, unmatched. I don't think any girl could ever beat her in Nashville. (laughs) I don't think any, I don't No, I'm trying to think and I don't think so either. Like I don't know which girl there would beat her straight up. No, no one would. Good luck. James is taking a swig of vodka. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm trying to think of anybody in their prime. Like I guess, I don't know why, but it just seems like you think about Flathill stuff and there's not anybody that stands out these days as a yeah. Flathill ripper and other than Elise right now. Um, but Elise and Lauren both rode great, two veterans of the class, 32 years old. And like I tweeted on the weekend, it just goes to show how good they both are. Like they've still kept improving in late 20s, early 30s. They've kept evolving as riders. Like Lauren's starts have gotten a lot better. Elise has kept getting faster. Um and yeah, they're just still top of the class. And honestly, they could keep going if they wanted to. I don't know what their plans are the next couple of years, but um, yeah, both awesome. Really cool. I mean, we're just big Laws of Bear fans too. So just another podium for her. It's just the most routine thing ever. Those two just like training partners and just podium partners at the same time. Yeah, the elite women's class was missing quite a few ladies. I think a bunch are over in Turkey already getting ready. And yeah, it was yeah. kind of a smaller race on the ladies' side, but. Seems like it, but. I will say at the smaller, like the Flathill races, you tend to see a few different names in the girls' class. Um, just gotta get, I don't think some of them want to race Supercross, which is understandable. So it's good. It's like in this situation where, I mean, a bunch, of, a bunch of the girls, I would say, have already been over to Turkey. So they still had a main, though, which was good. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's good to see. Um, all right, let's get into Turkey. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off the World Cup preview with saying it's probably the worst track on the circuit. We, are, do, are we in agreement with that, or what do you think? Let's confirm the tracks on the circuit this year. Let me go to my little like list here. I would say, like, even if there's one not this year, just kind of general where World Cups are, you know? Like, generalizing the past few years, or like, like yeah, what we're working with nowadays, not what we're working with in 2014? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, modern-day <laughs> tracks or World Cups. Modern day tracks or World Cups. We're not going to compare it to fucking Berlin 2014. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then yes, I absolutely agree. I, have I hope agree. that track is still burning to the ground, just burning on fire. Nobody wants to on... see that thing. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, in modern day Supercross, I'm thinking Turkey's the worst track on the circuit. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, from what I'm, I'm going off of what I remember from last year, what I've been told, Hill had some jank to it. It's, I mean, you pedaling right to the bottom. The first it's jump, it's crap. The first jump last year, crap. Uh, the whole first straight really wasn't awesome to me. Three jump looked really awkward. The first turn wasn't good. Um, I can't bear. I can it's barely not, remember. Like, I was going to say, it's not like a pro setup. It's it's not like, it's not a, when you think of a world cups track for the pros, that's fast, challenging, you know, all the above. It just, it's not it. No, it's not. It's really not. And um, I was so, going to ask you, yeah. do you like that? They've, they've now gone to, an asphalt track <laughs> before we, I would say, I would say like a, you know, USA BMX supercross tracks are, you know, usually somewhat of a hybrid between supercross and kind of normal. Yeah. Um, so even like Oldsmar is much more technical than Turkey. I would almost say. Uh, technical. Yes. Cause I mean, that first jump is big, but I consider that it's a version of tech. I mean, the landing's flat as hell, but you have first to be able to. Yeah. yeah the first two straight. The second straight, though, I mean, our second straight for the guys is tech. Like, that first jump, trying to get over the little, I don't know, 
bat landing and then a couple small guys. I don't think the third straight is tech by any means, though. So it's not. Yeah, it's not. Um, I was thinking more of the first two straights. Yeah. Yeah, first two straights. I, I, I agree with you there, though. For sure. But yeah, anyway, just, yeah, super cross hill. You can pedal all the way through. It's, it's smaller, right? Is it seven meters? I don't know if it is or not, or if you just pedal through it. I'm not actually sure. Okay. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's, I'm just looking at the video again. I always do that as we go through these things. And it's just like, what's the point of having the Supercross if we're going to have like just such a small first jump? This is just the discussion. There's just no point. Really. It's hap- I know it happens every time, but I'm going to say it every time. Like, it's just, it's going to happen. Like, building a Supercross a hill, build a Supercross jump. It's not a World Cup track. No. no. Um, I'm curious if they did anything to the turns. Because that would be nice. There were, I remember last year there were some issues, right? I don't remember. Okay. I want to say there was some, I don't know if it was the, the turn. There was a lot of people sliding out. There was a lot of people kind of going in hot to that first turn. A couple explosions, big moments. Wait, there, was a world, there wasn't a World Cup round in Turkey last year, was there? Sorry, not last year, 2021. Yeah, 20, okay. I was just thinking, wait, did I just draw a blank? Was there one last? Yeah. Yeah, 21. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Although in there's room to pass. I mean, there's good passes like a Laura and Felicia had some good battles, especially down the last straight. So you can still make some moves down the last straight. So in terms of passing, it's obviously doable. It's kind of just like a Baku, I think, style track. Yes. Yeah. Just mirrored with a left-hand corner instead of a right-hand corner, but it's somewhat Baku-like. We're racing. I think I'm watching one of the finals, and I don't think there was that much carnage in the first turn. So maybe I take some of that back. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's nothing special. I I feel you. It's just nothing iconic, nothing special, really. Um, you just hope for these World Cups that you're going to get a like, track that's memorable, and it's just not that. Like the fact that I'm having to look back this hard at a World Cup track that had four races on it just feels like to me like there was nothing that really stood out. Like man, this track's sick. I really can't wait to watch it. Yeah, and I do think you have to have different style of tracks on the World Cup circuit because if you're a World Cup champion or if you have success on the world level in this circuit, you need to be able to get it done on any type of track, like tighter, more tech, more wide open like Paps or, you know, kind of various track of track. But I think it should always be somewhat challenging. I don't think it should be this kind of style of a track, in my opinion. No, 100%. Like, there's different kinds of challenges with that. Like, um this is just kind of in that middle range. It doesn't feel like it's the tech side. Doesn't feel like it's that flat, wide open. Like you gotta, you gotta carry speed side either. It's just different that way. Kind of uninteresting to watch. Like it's <laughs> nothing. It's like, yeah, in terms of the track specifically, it's not like a great one to watch. Here's what I will, I'll counter, and hopefully maybe this happens. Is when we watched it last time, it was after the Olympics. We had a bunch of top guys there, but it wasn't the same vibes as we're going to get this year. Do you think that changes much of the, I don't know, the race action? Yeah, I think it'll still be good. Like, I mean, you could write race BMX in a parking lot. It's still going to be generally exciting, but yeah, I think compared to other tracks, it's not nearly as good to watch. I think the last time the the major excitement we got was from, uh, from Laura and Felicia's last straight battles they had. Yeah. Poor, poor Felicia. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't mean to bring that up for her, but yeah, <laughs> maybe she can kill some demons or, you know, break those back down and, you know, just conquer them. Mm. Um. All right, so let's start this off. We'll start with Elite Men. Let's each pick one guy that we think for sure is going to win. We don't have to, it's not a draft. Like we just, we pick one guy that we think is for sure going to win one this weekend. For sure going to win one this weekend. Um. 
Hmm. I got two in mind right now. I'm not going to go with one of those. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I think Joris is going to win. Okay. Hell yeah. The reason why I think Joris is going to win one, I mean, I mean, check his form right now. He's in form. But two, I think with the slightly smaller or flatter hill and this style of track, I think it suits him more than other guys. And I think he, like, he's good on anything, but I think he can make a bigger difference against other guys when it's more like this. It's a little more on the strength side. I mean, obviously the hill's big, but he's really good on flat hills. And with kind of a flatter supercross track, I think some other guys won't be as fast on it as they will be on like a normal supercross track. And I feel like he'll be just as good or better. So I think he, I don't know if I'm explaining this correct, you know, that it makes sense, but I think he'll win one. I hear what you're putting down. I hear a little bit what you're putting down here. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. I don't, I, I, honestly, the guy does it on any track these days mm-hmm. that I yeah. really could, okay. you, you can make yeah. an argument of why. And I, it, it's very believable because he backs it up every time. So I agree. Uh, my pick, I'll go with just, I guess, kind of an easy answer too, maybe, is Cam Wood. I go with Cam. I think, I think Joris, Cam, and Isaac, the way they've been racing against each other all year, I think I would take any three of those right now. I think Isaac coming off a little bit of a crash, I'm going to just, I don't know if I'll pick him for this one, but maybe that's, maybe that actually pushes him to get the win this weekend. Like he comes back from it being like, okay, I had a crash last weekend, but fuck that. I don't know. Cam, though, it just feels like he's been able to pop them off at these big moments when it counts. And I just feel like that's going to come again one of these times. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to count that dude out yeah. right now, especially. We haven't, um, I, I want to, I don't feel like we've seen the Euros as much as we haven't. As much, like they haven't all raced each other this year as much, it feels like, does, right? No, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't seen him as much. Like we've sure. got they glimpses. We've got glimpses of guys and seen the speed, like the French guys even, but they haven't really been together. So that's going to be the big question mark, I think. Two guys to watch this week, Diego Arboleda, Carlos Ramirez. Both got their first World Cup. Carlos got his first World Cup win in Turkey too, didn't he? Yeah, that's what I thought. They both gotten their first World Cup wins in Turkey, so they're going to be coming in with good juju. Diego's been (laughs) steadily, steadily climbing the ladder the last two years. I look for them to be serious threats. Yeah, big time. I think Diego, Diego always comes in hot, especially. I mean, the guy's flying fast starter. He practices on a program at Europe. He's going to be a fast starter. Um, got to think he has some good good uh, mojo coming in here after the, the wins. I want to say Carlos as well, but, I mean, he's just a staple for a two to three guy if he's in the main. So mm-hmm. just put him. I'll put him there one of those days. Yeah, he's going to be right there, I think, no question. Um, our guy Slyvane, I mean, it's probably going to go 2-3 this weekend. What do we think? Yeah, I'm curious. Like, I mean, 100%. I mean, if, let's be real. If, whatever podium Carlos is on, Sylvan will be on the other one or the bottom step or above step. It doesn't matter. They're just like, I would put a lot of money on one of those guys or both of those guys being on the podium once in the weekend. It just is what it is. Does he get a win, though? That's the major question here. I think he gets on the podium, but I, I don't think he wins because I think Joris or Cam or some of those guys will win instead. He's going to come in in one of the other rounds where it's a little little more of a racer's racetrack. Kind of think so. That's what I'm fair enough. To, I'm, I'm good with thinking that too. Uh, but the other French guys, I'm very curious to see what goes on. We got Jeremy, who's coming off his injury from last year. They raced their French round the other weekend, and I, I, dude, I, I thought I saw he crash, but I think he's fine, so I, I'm not even going to say that he didn't post about it. I just was watching a video, and I was like, did he just crash? Is that Jeremy? They all wear the similar kits, so I couldn't tell. Either way, 
I think he's going to be ready for this if he if he didn't. Yeah, remember we had Sullivan on the show before Tulsa too, and Jeremy, he said Jeremy was flying at the test track, if you will. Yeah, that's what it's like. If you let that guy loose, dude, I mean, you, you get that guy coming back from an injury and somehow he's faster than he was before, which is insane. The guy's a fucking weapon. Yeah. But then you also got, I've seen videos of lately of the French guy. I've seen Romain absolutely popping them off on some of these guys. So, I mean, Romain. You could track for, for yeah. For Romain Sakaki because he, it's a flatter hill too and flatter first rate, which I think he can make a bigger difference against other guys like George Camp. Yeah, I agree. He's, I mean, he's got a new coach. I think he's working with Kurt, right? All winter. I think we saw that. I saw him post about yeah. that. Um, he's been in Australia, just loving life, enjoying it. When that guy's not racing too much, I think he's better because he just has more fun and he goes to the races wanting to race it. And I think that's the mode he's in right now. Yeah, a bit more time to prepare, a bit, yeah, more optimal physically, probably well rested. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any other it's not like he hasn't been racing. He's done done the U.S. races more, most of them anyway. So yeah, I mean the ones in Oldsmar, he was winning every day until the finals. So it's like, yeah, man, I, maybe I call him for one this week. I don't know. I just like I like the longer first straights for him because that's where he starts to open it up and really makes a difference. I agree. Yeah. What about the other French guy? That is Leo. I think Garyon's probably racing. Well, he has to race elite now, right? So he'll be in the mix. Yeah, now. it'd be interesting actually. His first world is the first World Cup as elite. Yeah, because he finished Bogota last year in U23. Put yeah. on a fucking clip there in U23 <laughs> also. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see him. I don't know what to predict for him, but I think he'll probably be like a semi guy. Just based off like what I've seen from him, like with the French guys or him, like even at World, was it World Champs? Where are they, I think they're warming up together. Um, one of the, I think it was warm ups. And I saw him and Sylvan going at it. And, like, the guy's got elite speed. He, he always, I mean, he had, he's won Euro rounds in elite. So it's not like he never had the speed either. So if he can put it together, that'll be entertaining to see. What about the two boys in Eggle, Switzerland, Simon and Neek? I saw Neek is on his way to Turkey. So he's just coming back from injury. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because he got injured in Houston. So it wasn't that long ago. Like, it was what? Was it February? March, yes. April, May. Uh, it's like he hasn't, you won't have been back on the bike for that long. It's recent enough that he hasn't had a whole lot of time. No, it's been maybe 12 weeks. Like that's, mm, has it been 12? Yeah, maybe 12 weeks. Another guy no, though, maybe another guy who feels like he, he doesn't need a lot of time to, to get himself like ready for to be in race mode. Cause if he's in race mode, he's winning laps and he's just going to win. It's not like he's somebody that maybe needs to race into his race mode. Yeah. He could kind of just wake up one day and be like, all right, I'm feeling it. Let's, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Straight up though. Right. It's, I don't know. It's like, it's like, I remember Maris used to be like that too. Remember the one time we're at the race in Texas, what's it, Pflugerville? And he's just like, <laughs> oh, we're just saying on the pits. Or t- we were talking about like World Cups. Or like, you only went to like, like, you only went to like the three World Cups or you only went to that many World Cups last year. Like, what was, what was the deal or something? Right. And he's like, and he's straight up, like, not even kidding, just like dead face it. Just like, you know, like, I, yeah, I like to, I like to win one World Cup a year. <laughs> just like, <laughs> Just the biggest subtle flex you could ever. Win. I think I remember thinking like, "Wait, did he just say that? Did it was that for real?" Just matter of fact, yeah. Just matter of fact, like, yeah, you know, honestly, like, I, I like to win one, one. Yeah. Or like, it was like because that was the year I think Sam was it that the year Sam and Maris. Like, we were joking about they went back and forth. Yeah. They went to each went to one. They won the races, and that those are the only two guys. And we're like, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I like doing one or two World Cups a year. It's fine. It's like no more, no less. Just like one of years, one of years good. That's fine. <laughs> 
Oh, to have um, that juice inside of you to be able to do that is insane. So Simon, Simon and Nick are both kind of wild cards for me in a way, just because I, yeah, I don't feel like I haven't watched Simon a whole lot. And then Nick's obviously coming back from injury too. I think if they're, if they're flying under the radar, that's almost one of the times you got to be worried. Some people, yeah. I feel like they post about their stuff a lot and they'll be like, oh, I'm doing this train, doing that, blah, blah, blah. Like maybe they have to do it. They have to post it. That is what it is. Those two guys, I mean, the, if they're not posting, they're probably working. If they're working, be warned. I mean, Simon, I guess since the since he won the world, he's been fairly quiet. If you look at his last two years, what a fucking weapon of two years he's had. It, it's hard to even really put anyone higher than him. He won a World Cup and World Championships. Or World World Cup title and World Championship title. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just watched one of the Turkey races here. He won the world he won the race in Turkey, won the World Cup overall. Went on win world champs last year. He was flying last year. Um I mean Talk about a guy who's had a great couple of years that I don't think he's slowing down anytime soon. No. Kind of yeah. kind so, of feels like he probably had a good reset after Bogota. That's what I'm thinking. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's been he's yeah, it's been fairly quiet for him the last like six months, I would say. Yeah, I feel like it's since the worlds. Like since the worlds Bogota happened, I don't he didn't have his best weekend by any means. I don't think he posted about that too. A pretty long post. And he probably yeah. just went into like a building phase again and I don't know. I love, I love when athletes kind of do that. They kind of, I don't know, they go quiet. They're like, all right, let's put a new plan in place and let's go after it. And then we kind of, if you know of that happening, you, we now get to see like, okay, let's see what, what comes from it now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure he'll be ready. Um, um I was going to say, I don't think, your guy, I don't think our guy, I was going to say, I don't think our guy Alfredo's racing. Is he? Have you talked to him? I haven't talked to him recently, so I don't know, No, but we got to give our, our guy Alf dog a shout out. You told him you give him a shout out. You know, I got to give him a shout out. <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen anything on on the old uh, media social. So he is quiet on there though a lot, right? He is pretty quiet, and I feel like he does. He post a lot in Spanish. I feel like he posts a lot in Spanish. <laughs> you got to go down yeah, and hit just, the, the see translation just, button at the uh, bottom. Yeah, he did. What's his latest post? Let's see. Have a look. See. Thank you for your support. And trust in you. After five months, we come back stronger. Mm, might I don't think he will be though. That was five days ago. I think he's just kind of getting back into things now. He's still waiting a bit. I would think so. We got a few guys with injuries, which kind of sucks. Um, I guess would you consider him coming off injuries? So maybe won't be there. Yeah. Um, who was I going to say? I was going to say Kai White. Probably not going to see him. Uh, I was going to say that is too bad. That's a bummer to me. He'll be back for the Worlds, though, I would assume. Yeah? I would think so. Yeah, I would think so, definitely. We're only, like, yeah, we're not that far from the Worlds now. Uh, let me open my, open up my calendar here. Uh, it's, it comes up pretty quick this year, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but this would be a, I feel like this would be a really good track for Alf Dog. I mean, horse of a starter. Yeah. Yeah, he would, he would <laughs> one of these ones, he'd just get on it and go, and he'd be gone. What about a guy like Cam Larson, who, I mean, we got, a, we, got really a full, we got a full two months. Yeah, but it's still like two plus one. months. Yeah. Anyways, go on though. What what about a guy like Cam Larson? Just had a couple good races in a row. He's been trending up in a big way. Very snappy. What do we think? I think he could get hot. Yeah, he could get hot. Like the whole year, we kind of talked about him. He's a threat. He is a threat. He's been a threat for a while, but it's just like 
puts him. He's got. He, no, I wouldn't even say he puts himself. He's got himself into some just shitty spots. Like let's talk Rock Hill again. Like not talk it, but like Rock Hill, couple shitty spots, and he got. He was on the ground basically when he was flying. Had a chance to win. Um, gets an opportunity at South America race where you know gets a great start and just takes it home. So he can clearly like do it. So speed's not the issue. It's just if he gets in a good spot and can pull it off at the right time. I mean, like, that's everybody. But some guys just have the speed. Some guys maybe don't. He has the speed. Also, Jay Smooth. Jay Smooth's been trending. Had some good races oh. in the U.S. Did we we got to talk about his ass cheeks. <laughs> his ass cheeks? What do you mean? Did You you didn't see his post. Okay, so. Pre- his post. Okay. If you haven't seen this, people, go check it out. I think he's still got it. Nashville. He's racing Nashville. I think it's practice day. First day. He goes over the tabletop, kind of like, um, I think he pull taps or pull nose taps or something, goes to pump down the backside of the table, just got two back seat and just loops out on the backside of the table and oh, just no. straight ass cheek to the ground, butt slide. I'm talking, he posted a Snapchat, two road rash scrapes, just both oh. cheeks, dude. Just two red oh. rashes on his cheeks of his ass. And <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Was just, like 12 hours to turkey dude yeah i couldn't believe it i didn't i forgot he would be going to turkey after two so he's like did that just think about sitting on your ass cheeks right now with just i don't know road rash on and you got to sit there for a 10 hour plus flight to turkey oh my god brutal (laughs) that's incredible dude oh poor guy he'll heal up quick jace move i hate to laugh but when you got scrapes in your ass cheek it's just funny but i hope he's okay because yeah um but our guy's trending he has yeah, he's been really quick this year. He has been trending upwards. He's got the U.S. team. I mean, they're they're uh, they're looking like they got a little bit of a force these days, which is cool. Yeah, how many spots do you think we'll get in the next Olympics? Um, probably, probably two, realistically. Yeah, realistically, I think they're shooting for two, and I think they could get two because I think if Corbin rides well, Cam rides well, Cam rides well, Ricardo rides well, like Jay and Jay Smooth. Like I think you got. That's good five guys, and there could be others. That's a good five guys that could get good results to be have three guys to earn points. So, yeah, they'd have to obviously France will get three, and then the other so there's two countries that get three, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they'd have to knock out Holland. So who does Holland have? Dude, that me. could be a good battle for the three spots. Dude, I'm this thinking year. like, yeah. I mean, honestly, realistically, like last Olympics, Holland was pretty fucking stacked with their guys. I think the U.S. now could could overtake Holland for this probably the second highest country. Wow. In men's. I think I think we got a few countries that could take over second. I think Colombia could probably yeah, take over second. Colombia could too, because I was getting to say like who who would be counting for Holland? Do you have a list besides Neek? Who would be the other guys counting? Um, I don't have a list, but I'm going down the list right now, and I would say you're going to have Neek. You're going to have um, shippers. You're going to have. Um, Fucking uh Yeah, but who would be the top three, Dave? Is, we haven't seen much from Davo either, have we? Twan. <laughs> Twan Twan just hops back on. Fuck, why am I blanking on a name? This is embarrassing when you're on a podcast and you're blanking on a name right now. Yeah, I'm blanking too. But yeah, I dude, I think the US could pass Holland anyway, but I'm, I'm a f- be the to be the two country because obviously you count your top three point getters. So say if the US is counting Obviously, Cam, probably Corbin, and then Larson or um, Jay Smooth, realistically. I mean, those are three legit point getters. Yeah, no, they really are. Um, 
I think they got their work cut out for them to to get the, that spot. Like, I don't really think that's like a... I don't know if it's totally realistic trying to think about, like, if they're going to get the three spots and who's going to overtake who. I think the GB boys have a great chance of overtaking there. Fuck yeah, GB does too, actually. Come yeah. Think of it. You're right. Uh, I'm still going down my, my, my list here trying to find who I was thinking of. And I, now it's so bad that I just don't even want to say it even if I find it, so... I can't oh, yeah. think about top of my head point getters would be either. To be I'm gonna say, okay, Neek, okay, you got Neek, Davo, Chippers, you got Justin, and you got Shaman. That's five. Oh yeah, so you probably, yeah, I guess judging by the probably Neek. I, I will know, say too. Like, where I sorry to cut you off there. There's going to be a couple Dutch dark horses that I don't even know their names fully, but there's going to be two guys, a, a couple guys I think that could play him, play a hand if they race elite. That second top country spot's going to be interesting. It's going to be close to dude. Even okay, so I'm thinking Colombia. I'm thinking GB. I'm thinking Switzerland. Even could be going after that. Yeah. Yeah, Switzerland could. It just feels up in the air because now it's not going to be like, there's not going to be a heavy three from any country that's going to complete take it. Oh, in the U.S., obviously, sorry. So you got four. You need three, you need three point getters, though. So who's Columbia's third? Um, Carlos, Arboleda, and then, I mean, just there's a couple. I mean, that uh, Carmona is another one who's mm-hmm. been riding really well. He's, I mean, in the world rankings, he's sitting pretty good right now. Like, if I go through... And then G- GP would have Kai, Quillen, and Ross, basically. Yeah, and, and or Patty would slide in one yeah, of those spots, Patty, too. Depending on, probably depending who wants, who steps up and gets good results, yeah. Yeah. Like, going down the list right now, other than France, the first country to hit three people is... Okay, don't take France. Let me... Don't take... There's GB. I think... Oh, fuck. I think it's Colombia. Colombia is the first is the first in line after France to have three like three people in top whatever twenty two in the I world. I would say be between the, be between Holland or the Netherlands, U.S., GB, and Colombia for the second spot. I think there's no country that's like way ahead of the other by any means. They're all pretty close. Dude, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Unless you, it'd be a, it'd be different if you have like Neek and Cam if they're like winning or podiuming. That's a lot of points. Yes. Yeah, that is part of it too. Like if one of those goes on a run, one of them goes on a run, I mean they just they earn the points for the rest of their country, like the rest of the guys, even if they're even if they're having like, I don't know, just mediocre races, like they can cover he can cover for them. But you really do need like even like your second, third guys, they need to make like semis at least. Yeah. You need guys. You need numbers and like semis are where the points I think really are made. The people yeah, going like after you, individual spots, I think, are usually around the quarterfinal semi range, and then other than like the the standouts, and then you got the guys going after the the two three spots who are in the semi main consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that's going to be a fun race to watch, or like fun uh, race for the second highest country. Oh, I can't wait. <clears throat> Anything else on the men's side of things before we move to the ladies? Um, let me just see. Yeah, Kai's out, sucks. Sylvan, I mean, going to be on the podium. Cam, I mean, Isaac, I'm curious to see if he's in, like, how he's feeling from the crash. Joris. He just slid out. I don't think it was a big deal. Okay, well, then we're fine. Joris, Carlos, I'm going down the list right now. Cedric has been riding really well. I've seen him on the the year circuit and flying. Um, 
one standout is uh, where is he? Right here, uh, Ruben Gomers. I mean, we talked to him a couple times just from winning your oh, rounds. Yeah. Dark horse pick right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a major dark horse. People need to keep an eye out for. Dude, he's legit fast. He has like been low key. Low key, he is he is elite fast. You want to talk about a guy who stepped up his game much more than the average percent that people do in the past two years? It's him. Percent, yeah. yeah. And you know, what? I like to see it because it's been a long time since Belgium had like a legit elite guy doing really well on the circuit. That's really cool to see him step up like that. When was their last guy? Arnaud Dubois, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No, I was, that was a genuine I mean, question. If we're, if we're talking about guys like making mains or like battling up front for like bigger races. Yeah. yeah, no, they have like, obviously you have fast guys in the Euros and and even World Cup race too, but someone hasn't stepped up to, he's won how many, he ran back to back at the world at the year round. And then check, and then he won other year rounds this year, and like in Zolder, it's like the guy's flying right now. He stepped up. He's he's really quick, and I think he's definitely. I think he puts it in the main in Turkey. The year rounds in Europe don't seem nearly as big for the elites as they used to be. Yeah, I've noticed that too. I don't know if it's because it's uh, an Olympic year or what, or way the the way the World Cups are stacked. Any any idea? It almost seems like they don't really give a shit. <laughs> They'll just race like the odd one. France will race their French cups and then they just don't care. Like it's just not worth it for them right now. Yeah. If there's not much money up for grabs, they don't need the UCI points. Um, I think somebody like, uh, Gomers, like Ruben, I think he does need the UCI points if he's kind of running it solo. Mm -hmm. Although the way the system works nowadays, I don't know if that actually matters for him. So I take that back. But um, yeah, it's just different for sure. And the year, the French Cups right now seem huge. Like all the French guys race it, so you're getting, you have enough guys there to get your training and get your race experience and get practice and whatnot there. They're probably like, well, I could just stay in France, race a race that's like the same or maybe harder than the Euro round. And who cares? Make just as much or more money too. Yeah. So they're probably like, well, why bother leaving the country? Yeah. I mean, yeah. hard to blame them. And Andre Lacrosse just Lacrosse just. Uh, Remind me of you too. All the individual spots are based off singular races this cycle. So that does, it doesn't matter about the UCI points for that. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. is, I don't know. I like, I kind of like that. Kind of don't like that. It's nice to see average out for, for guys, but also like put something on the line at these races. So they've really tried some different formats for Olympic qualifying. Hey, eh? like they, every year has just been a bit different here and there. Quite the interesting tactics. Like some years, like, yeah, you, like you're the last one where, you have to go get all these points. You're kind of forcing people to go all over and pay lots of money. And then this one, you can kind of pick and choose, but you better be on it at that one race. Yeah. But it's kind of like, you know, if you have, only have a couple chances to do it, step it's up. like, you gotta, you gotta step up and get it done. And if you, I always kind of reminded myself, like, you know, I always thought like, oh, what if I just suck at the world cups and like, I don't get to go to the Olympics or whatever. But then in my mind, I was like, well, you know, if I just suck at them, then I don't deserve to go. So who cares? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> at the end of the day, right? It kind, of me up. Well, it kind of freed me up. I was like, well, if I perform, then I deserve to be there and I'll be there. And if I don't, then I'm not. So. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Another dark horse. I'm going to throw my boy in there. I've seen him flying at the test track these days. Our boy, Talk Ryan. Dirty. I've seen Ryan's kink times. I've seen his hill times right now, dude. That kid's on it right now. He's, I think he's getting his mojo back a little bit. You know, he's, he's feeling himself a little more right now. It's coming around. This could low key be an excellent first straight for Ryan. Dude, his first, yeah, I think it could too, dude. You put that kid, yeah. let him just rip and he'll be flying. Um, yeah. I want to see him be more aggressive in the first corner, especially. I hope so. And I hope he will. It's going to be, yeah, I think he can. I think he will. 
Come on, Adam, light a fire under his asshole. Let's get our guy going. <laughs> let's get let's get something going here. He's a the kid's a dog. Well, See Ryan out there, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he is just a do double G when he wants to. So let's get it done, Ryan. Let's get it done. Um, do you think we see much from Corbin? It's hard to say. He's I been a little Cor under the radar Corbin, lately. I think Corbin's Corbin. He's going to be there. He's going to be fast. He's going to have a shot of being in the main and going for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about retired I, Vinny? Honestly, I, I think we just always got what we got with Corbin, which is a very high-level rider who's always going to be there. And on the right day, yeah, he can win. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, retired Vinny, any thoughts? Is retired Vinny fucking racing a World Cup? I mean, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Should I look? I can find entry lists. I, sh I wouldn't be surprised, God, I dude. Hope. <laughs> I hope he is. That'd be fantastic. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, he was really quick there two years ago, from what I remember. Didn't he podium there? Did he podium there? Yeah, he got his first World Cup podium there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he'll probably get a second World Cup podium there this weekend. I mean, it seems, it seems right. Retired podium. It's pretty much the same thing for him. I bet, like, okay, so if you retire and you, you come back and still race at a high level like he is, like Supercross or, like, Euro rounds, blah, 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 you probably race so free because in your, in your mind, you're thinking, I'm retired. I'm just doing this for fun. It means it doesn't, I don't want to say it means nothing, but you're like, I'm just retired, who cares? It's probably an extremely feel, freeing feeling, yet you're not retired. 100%. It's got to be. You're just, you're racing to, to have fun and do as well as you can with nothing on the line of, like, I'm racing to, he's not racing to get his funding. He's not racing no. to get his first Olympic card. He's not racing to, to stay on the national team. He's like, I'm retired, guys. I'm just racing to race you boys. Yeah. So like, if you get eighth, who cares? If you win, awesome. You just, whatever. He's a freed up man right now. He is just a freed up guy ready to light it up off the start. God, I hope he wins. <laughs> a retired guy wins the World Cup. That'd be insane. That would be an incredible feat. Can we? Okay, if he wins the World Cup, can we officially just say he's not retired? Yeah. Okay. Until that point, though, he's still retired, guys. Go, let's go, retired Vinny. We're all in. <laughs> we should get some retired Vinny merch. Just a hat that says retired Vinny. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. Uh, anything else for the men? We move to the ladies. We probably missed someone, but we always do, and we always will. Um, I could throw a couple names out there if you want me to right now. I mean, we're not gonna, I mean, okay. Yeah. No, we're not going to hit everybody. I was going to just hit the New Zealand boys. I don't know if Rico is racing a leader, oh, but also Rico. yeah, Michael, we Michael bias, another guy. Um, yeah, does it, that's, I mean, we're going to, if I keep doing that, if I keep saying extra names, we're going to forget a bunch. So it's just, it is what it is. Um, uh, elite women. All right. Same thing. Top pick. We pick one that we think is going to win this weekend. Okay. Do I get to go first? Yeah, you're, you first this time. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> what a pick. What a, what, I'm really reaching for that one. Yeah, Laura. I just, that's, yeah, go to. Um, you know, I think Molly could win this weekend. This was her first World Cup podium two years ago. I mean, obviously, she's been training the last two years, riding fucking awesome this year, won an Oldsmar. I think this first straight, like, I mean, I've said a couple about some guys, but I think this really suits her. And she's so, she's so good on the strength side of things that I think, especially on this first straight, she can make a bigger difference, similar to like Rome or Joris can. Um, okay. I think this first straight will suit her as well. Like, I think 
like if, when, when you watch her and Laura, like Laura can make more of a difference against her on like a technical first trade, something like a Tulsa or something like that, where you have to be super precise. I think this one's a little bit easier, more on the horsepower side of things and that suits Molly. I think Molly can get it done. Yeah, I like those points. Good points. Mm -hmm. That's a fair answer. Laura and Molly were training together early, earlier this year. Let's have a battle. Let's let the ladies have an absolute battle. Just throw a piece of meat to a couple hungry lions and let them eat. Pretty much. Pretty much. We got a few. I mean, there's a good handful of women in the class right now that I feel are expecting to go there and get a win this year, or especially even this weekend. I mean. Yeah. Speaking of, um, obviously, we haven't talked about the Europeans much or seen them, but Zoe, like Zoe is, is fucking legit. Can win anywhere. Uh, she's, a, you want to talk about someone under the radar too. I haven't seen her like post anything. I haven't really seen much of her all year. No, I've been seeing stuff on Instagram, but she is going to be flying in Turkey. No oh. question. So be ready. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not a dark horse, but be ready. Yeah. I mean, she like, she is just such a superstar in the late women's class can live, can win anywhere. Such a complete rider. Um, yeah, not talked about probably as much as she deserves to be. Yeah, she's gonna be ready to ready to battle for wins. My go-to with her is always on the the tracks that I feel require more skill because she I do she, yeah, I do think more, she has the speed this year, but her skills shine through a lot. More European, more European style, right? Um, and I know there's other girls I could say the same for, but I I look at somebody like um, like Bethany could just pop one off in the main and just run away with it. Whereas I do I don't know if I see Zoe completely doing that. Yeah, I see her winning races and winning World Cups, but this is—I'm uh, not good. This isn't my one. She's not my pick for this weekend. It's funny you still—we still know you like. There's still a difference between North American and European riding styles. You think so? Hey, like, uh... yeah, yeah, I think so for sure. Like, obviously, the top riders can get it done on any type of track, but I think there still is like subtle differences in styles. Just more flowy, more more ability to move, like move the bike around and stuff like that. Less back seat. Yeah, the Euros are typically really good at manualing deep shit and double manualing, that kind of stuff. Whereas I feel like in North America, like we're still better at pedal manualing, tap manualing, kind of all out speed. It's different, I think. Which which kind of, uh, this track here, who do you think it suits more? Like in the women's class, talking yeah, about that? Sure, let's go, yeah, women's class, yeah. I don't think it's a European, I think it's more North American style. Yeah, okay. Kind of how I yeah. felt too. There was didn't feel like there was anything that's going to take some exquisite skill to get through quickly no there's nothing there's you don't need to be a rocket scientist to get around this place no <laughs> um speaking of that though i also think you know, we talk about the u.s people then at least you got to throw elise in there and then she's up for a win easily i mean she always is yeah not easily 100 yeah no she's uh, yeah she'll be battling with the, with the ladies up front for a win probably don't yeah i'm gonna say her, Molly, and Laura, I feel like. Got a feeling. Elise, Molly, Laura? Those are the three? I think so. The big three. All right. I like it. I like that a lot. I feel like coming into coming into the guy side, we got the Joris, Cam, Isaac, the big three in the U.S. right now. We got the Laura, Elise, uh, Molly coming in on the women's side. And then, obviously, we're not taking on anybody else, but those are kind of the three we're looking out for. And then you got everyone else feeling like trying to like you know, crash their doors down. Interesting how Felicia rides too. Like I wouldn't say she's probably the standout pick to win this weekend, but she certainly can. Obviously got her first World Cup win here. Very much a horsepower rider herself. 
you know, she hasn't probably had the start to the year she wanted. We'll see how she's maybe turned things around for the first World Cup. Yeah. Um, I hope she's in a little better form than she has been early, or like the beginning of this year. It feels like she hasn't been um, the Felicia we would expect at some of the races. So hopefully she's in yeah. the mix again, and that makes it more exciting for all of us. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Laws of Bear, podium. I'm going no this this week. Okay, just coming off, you know, it's not her track, that kind of thing. Yeah, I just yeah, I think she'll be in the show, but I don't don't call her for a main. Camille Merritt, do, do we think she gets sixth? I think one day she gets a sixth. I agree. Yeah, at least one day she gets a sixth. That's uh, that's gonna happen. Shout out to Menon Veenstra also. Quietly gone about her business the last two years, turned into a top ten woman in the world. So I'm interested to watch her this weekend. Uh, put her in the main at least once. Hundred uh, percent. Over and a half, or what would you take the over or under on in the main one and a half times? Would you take the two or the one? Over. Take the over. I like it. I love. So yeah, it. I think makes, I think Menon makes the main both days. She's proven she's consistent anywhere. She's she wrote awesome last year. True. Yeah, she really did. I mean, yeah, she was flying. I think a lot of people were kind of messaging us in the background saying you need to talk about her, need to get on the show. I mean, we got to talk. We are talking about her because yeah, she's flying. Yeah, so I think it'll be it'll be fun to watch her because I I haven't watched her race a ton in general. So true. Yeah, no, true. Uh, uh, speaking of which, it's good. We're it's going to be tough for us to watch live, isn't it? There's a good chance I don't watch live. I'm just going to throw that. Oh, out I guess I'll be I'll be doing a clinic anyway. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> time change wise, it's going to be tough. This isn't going to be the weekend we start tweeting live stuff about. Unfortunately, Saturday mornings I'm busy. Sunday yeah, morning I might be able to, but I got stuff to do too. Sunday, so. I feel like we lo- we haven't live tweeted something in a while. We've been, dude, we are just too busy, guys, nowadays. We haven't had a lot <laughs> yeah. of races like to live tweet other than the USA races. Like, yeah, it's tough times. Yeah, we need to we need to get back on the live tweet train. We'll get there. Well, it'll come around yeah. once we're, you know, things settle down a little bit. We'll be there. I realize in, as an adult, it's just like, I just think, okay, like, you know, the next, you know, just after this, things should settle down and just, just nothing settles down. <laughs> it's always busy. You look two weeks ahead, you see some free time, like, oh, it's fine. If I just get past this week, it'll settle down that next week. And then you get to that next week and like already things have added to that week. You're like, well, that's not it. So maybe the next week <laughs> after is fine. Nope. It's like, oh yeah, but yeah, by next month, things should settle down. <laughs> things just add to your schedule, dude. It just doesn't stop. That's part of it. That's really why they say find something you love to do, right? Yep. Uh, Mariana P. The queen. The absolute queen. I mean, put her on the box at least once, right? Yeah, in the main, both days, battling for the podiums. Top fives. Stamp it. Stamp it. I love it. Uh, Meryl Mulders, back in form in the main. What are we feeling? She's coming off her injury. Said she's been flying probably, still. She'll probably get third one day. Yep. On the podium as well. I agree. Mm. A lot of names I'm throwing out here for podiums, and there can only be six of them, so... <laughs> 20 people are going to get on the box. (laughs) Meryl's good for a third one of the days. Yeah. Um, What else? Anyone else we missed? Obviously, obviously yes, but we're already pretty. Is Axel Axel going to be there? I got no clue. I never know when she's going to race and when she's not. I could try to look right now and see. I know. Like, I am the same with her looking it up right now let's just see what her story's like that's how we check things out these days you know just creep the story a little bit 
can't tell with this one. That's just a story that just gives no help for me. She's walking with her friend. Yeah, that doesn't help so. me. I'm going to go with a no. Where are we at, Excel? Where are we at? <laughs> Let me I see would think I'm going to bank on her being there. Yeah, why wouldn't she be there? I was just saying maybe she was dealing with an injury. I, mean, she... I don't think so. Okay, then we're good. Yeah, I don't think so. You know what? <laughs> Throw her on the podium. <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. She's a weapon everywhere she goes. When she's like, healthy, legit. she's a weapon. I agree. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I just so, don't feel like she's healthy often, unfortunately. Or at least... Fun to watch. I was going to say, it'd be fun to watch her this week if she's healthy, which I think she will be. So. Um, we got more we could talk about. We're going to miss some people, and we have missed people. But we got a few other things to get to before we finish. So that, should we just wrap it there on the, the riders? Yeah, let's wrap it there. Um, we got an interesting question from GMO. Um, has anyone won a major event on every continent? I mean, obviously, besides Antarctica. Before it was like, oh, fucking Antarctica. Yeah, we're not talking about <laughs> Antarctica. So anywhere but Antarctica. Uh, I was thinking about this because you're talking world champs, Supercross, or... Uh, Olympics. Um, I think the answer is no, nobody has. Shit, hey? Okay, so so sorry, Nate, you have to win one. So basically, you have to win one in South Africa. So and North America, North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, Oceania. Shit. Okay, so um, think of the people. I was going to say, here's, here's kind of what I did, if I, if I may. I looked yeah. at Asia first. So if you look at the biggest races in Asia, they're not there isn't that many. Um, you had the two Beijing 2007 test event and the Olympics, obviously. You had the Beijing or the Worlds in China in 2008. Um, and then I think you also consider, like I think Turkey. I looked it up. I think Turkey's kind of considered Asia. Uh, is it? I looked it up. It's it, it never gave me a definite answer between Europe and Asia. Uh, Turkey. So Turkey, say Asia, okay, or... say we even we even add Turkey. It's still like a very limited amount of riders. And you take those riders that have won in those places, and they haven't won everywhere else. Yeah, you're right. Maris, Maris is missing Australia. What's uh, what's Neek missing? South Africa. Uh, yeah, no, just Africa. Africa, general. sorry, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I keep saying South Africa because that's think about the only World Cup race that was there. Yeah, There's no Africa. major races in Africa. No, not anymore. Like so, yeah, you could take Africa too, like the World Cups and World Championships, and it's very limited. Who won the World Cup and World Champs in South Africa? Uh, Strom Dog, World Champs. Uh, uh, Sam won the World Cup. Uh, and Corbin won a World Cup. Yeah. Corbin so hasn't no. won in Asia or Australia. Sam has, I mean, he won junior in Australia. Okay, so even though you give him that, sure, I don't think he's won in South America. Okay, no, mm. yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't won in South America. He went to Argentina once, tore his ACL in the, in the semi, right? Uh, I was beside him, he, I was beside him, he couldn't handle my stuff coming across. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, couldn't handle my stuff, uh, couldn't handle my stuff. Uh, he got semi in Colombia, so that doesn't count. Rio, he obviously didn't win. Um, then I was also thinking, well, Shanae's is number, another one that came to mind. Yeah, Shanae's or like uh, Caroline. I don't think she has, she hasn't won in Australia, Shanae's. Okay. 
I would say Caroline hasn't won in Australia either. I don't think it's tough because there's not an yeah like the to to win one in Africa, Asia, and Australia is just hard enough on its like to do a race there is hard enough on its own these days. Very limited, yeah. Australia's only had a couple, so they obviously had the 2008 World 2008 World Cup, 2009 Worlds, and then they had what the World Cups of 2020. Is that it? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I'm just looking now. Um, for you're talking about for Australia. Mm. Yeah, I see. Unfortunately, yeah, no, Shanae's does not have any Australia wins on there. She's got a lot of fucking yeah. wins though. Jeez. No one has. I mean, it'd be it's quite the feat if someone was able Holy to do that. Hey. Yeah. Even Mariana, you'd think maybe she would, but no. No, because I mean, the ones in Africa were so long ago now, like 20, it would have been like 09, 2010, and 2011. There's not that many people that are, I mean, that have raced like then and kind of like all the races now, you know? Who's the closest? I think it's, I mean, Mariana's Maris, one. Oh, Maris is just missing Australia, so. Okay. Which, you know, he's missing Australia. He was winning the World Cup in Australia in 2008, got passed by David Herman, got second at the World Cup. And then he had lane one at the Worlds and didn't get a great start, got cut off by Donnie into the first turn and didn't win. He was so close. Not his place, dude. Just not his place. Not your time. Not your time. Mariana's got to have been close. I guess you could also count the New Zealand Worlds in 13 as part of Australia. I'm pretty sure it's the same continent. Right, right. But still, I mean. Jesus, hey. I'm just looking at all these races. Wow. That's a tough feat. There's a reason why nobody's done it. That's a big one. Yeah, no one's done it. But yeah. Huh. Um, I had another question on here from one of our guys in the DMS Colin Wilcher. Um, let me just pull up the, the message here. Da, 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 da. Hold with me. Okay. He says this is for the last show, but uh, he'll throw it in here. Um what would you estimate that the total financial investment that you slash your parents, sponsors, supporters, all combined contributed for you to achieve your Olympic goal? Everything. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I use like salary included and stuff or like. Uh, oh, you mean, sorry. I thought you meant that. I thought you meant like they put everything. <laughs> yeah, I think that's no, like, what does it take to get there? Because I think he was talking about like, we all know there was like costs associated with and that we talk about um, with all these trips to, to to Europe and all these World Cups and all that. And it's like, do parents know what they're getting themselves into if they want to, if their rider really wants to get to that level? Well, it's hard to say like what you consider. Do you consider yourself going for training with someone when you're 16, part of your Olympic prep? I mean, you could technically argue that it is. But yeah. Hard to, yeah, it is. It's hard to say really. But yeah, it's a lot. From North America, obviously, I even said in the message back, like, I don't think that's a number that we can literally say because – there's so many variables. Um, yeah. like if you look at it in like a year span though, like if you're at a, if you're trying to race world cups in a year span, each flight over is probably 1500 bucks average minimum these days. You're looking at yeah. spending another yeah. five to a grand over there slash a little bit more. If you have a coach there with you and then do that. Plus your entry fee and everything. Entry fees. I mean, yeah. Whether, whether you pay yourself or you get your trip paid by a federation or sponsor, it's probably like, what, three grand a person? Let's go with that. Like, that's fucking high, but let's say it's three grand and do that 10 times over. Yeah, because probably like, I guess if you talk US dollars, 
it's probably what 1500 overseas plus like what 300 dollars to race or like your entry fee so yeah. that's 1800 plus hotel say it's 100 a night so you stay five nights six six nights probably yeah. so that's 2400 plus food and random shit yeah you're it's probably 3000 you're pushing 25 to 30000 dollars a year 10 weekends wait what oh sorry i was thinking 10 races no you're right five five weekends six weekends world five weekends champs. So say you're looking at like 15 grand because think about going to like i don't know turkey's probably more expensive than whatever yeah i guess it would kind of even out though if you had a close to one but yeah yeah no no that that's true though yeah then crazy though wow so think of the budget the french team has <laughs> exactly yeah crazy um, all right we got we got some questions from the grandstands we can get to before we wrap up. Um, Way to nail it there, too. Um, yeah, finally. From MK666BMX, can we get Tori's bold predictions for the whole World Cup season? Hmm. That's a that's a lot to bold predict. Well, I'll probably just do them for the for Turkey this weekend. Right. That's fair. Um, Bryson, uh, Bryson BMX, who are some riders to look out for? I think we got those. Mm-hmm. Um, Seb has 404 underdogs to root for this weekend. Gomers and elite men, I think. Yes. Um, Gomers and elite men for sure. Cam Larson. Yeah. Dark horse pick him. Um, what about the women's class? Any dark horses we can kind of think of, uh, probably. Sure. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good dark horse. I would say I was going to throw in maybe. Maybe Meryl too, just because she uh, she's not really a dark horse though. You think Judy's a dark horse right now? Mm, no. Yeah. Sure. She, I mean, she's been on the circuit forever. True. 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 All right. Um, uh, will from Cooper Rhodes, will Cam get any World Cup wins this year? Yes. Yeah, I I would say so too. Yeah. Um, Bailey English eighty favorite track and why? I'm going Chula Vista USA BMX track. Nice. Every I time this question place. gets asked, I can't think of just one. It's really frustrating. Chula Vista Beijing replica. That's a solid one. That's a solid all time. Timeless. Uh, from Riley Clement, uh, Tori James, Dark Horses for the Season, Men and Women. I think same ones. Stick with the same ones we said. Yeah. Um, all right. That's all we got for today. World Cup week. World Cups one and two, the Turkish. We say Turkish World Cups or Turkey World Cups. It's a good question. We should sort that out now. I think the Turkish World Cups. I mean, we'd say like Canadian World Cups. All right, so World. Turkish World Cups. This doesn't sound right. Turkish <laughs> World Cups. <laughs> sounds a little. That sounds a little off. But yeah, it'll be like the hung. They don't say like, like the Hungary Grand Prix. They say like the Hungarian Grand Prix. Hungarian Grand Prix. Oh, the Turkish, the Turkish World Cup. It is, yeah, okay. We'll go to the Turkish World Cup weekend. Thanks for listening, folks. ProGate Europe, presenting sponsor of the show. Uh, winning starts the great gate. Guaranteed whoever wins this weekend is going to have a great start in the ProGate Europe. Got to get one today, folks. It's going to be awesome. We're excited. Season opener. So season opener. Let's do it. Turkish World Cup. Snap on green. Snap on green. Well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back, guys. <laughs>
you have to be fast on the track. I hate that guy. <laughs> 